the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. And today we have a really great show. Listen up. We're going to talk nothing but investment properties after our updates. So if you have any questions, you're thinking about getting into the investment market, stay tuned for that. We have a lot of ways to get a hold of us. We have our text line. It's 916-806-0606. Again, 806-0606. And if you have a question or would like to call in and speak to myself, and we have Jessica in studio today, that number is 925 203 5808 again 925-203-5808 or if you go to reallifelending.com again reallifelending.com hi jessica how are you everything's great how about you i'm doing well it's good to be back in the mic remind everybody who you are and what you do full-time realtor um, i really love getting people uh, investment properties helping with multifamily and making money with their money that that definitely excites me certainly a niche i'd love to be able to help you move from the bay area as well if you're looking to take advantage of prop 90 that's absolutely correct and i know that all of our investors are, are listening leaning into the radio uh, and listen up because i know jessica's got some properties to, to talk about we actually have i think a, a, an agent hopefully calling in he's got a portfolio for of, a, of, a, of one of his clients that has a cap rate of about 8%. So listen up for that as well. Those of you that are new listeners to the show, um, I started this show uh, up at a little station in Sacramento and continually grown now on three of Northern California. And I created the show just because of my sheer frustration about what I was hearing in the national media and kind of the black eye our industry received during the downturn. Uh, and this was a place for you, the consumer, to call, ask questions, and find out exactly what's new and true, what you can do, what you can't do, and what the rules are, because we know we were all kind of hitting a moving target uh, after 2010. So listen up. Lots to learn. Uh, and again, if you have any questions, give us a call, 925-203-5808. Um, you know, Jessica, let's talk some real estate in the Bay Area. Okay. I've got some market updates from the uh, California Association of Realtors. Let's start off with San Francisco County. Median sale price, and this is for September numbers. Uh, median price, $1.218 million. Uh, inventory, unsold inventory, about 3.2 months, which is a lot. Uh, I, that I, is I longer than that. I would have imagined. Absolutely. Average time, median time on market is 25 days. Um, and we're up year over year. Uh, at about 5.1%. But listen to this. We're down 11% uh, month to month. Interesting. Things are slowing down. It's the holidays. We've got Contra Costa County. Median sale price is five fifty-two. dollars uh, Two and a half months of unsold inventory. 21 days average on market. And, uh, and actually, we've dropped 8.6% year to year, down 8.6% uh, home sales. That is very interesting. Uh, let's go on to Marin County. Median sale price is $1.165 million, 4.3 months of unsold inventory. Wow. 
If you're an agent listening and you disagree with these numbers, they're from the California Association of Realtors website. Give us a call and tell yes. us what you're really seeing. But here's something. Home sales down 16.4% year over year, down 139 month to month. Wow. 37 days on market, average time on market. Alameda County, $762,250 is the median sale price. 2.1 months of inventory, uh, up up 6.7% uh, year over year. Uh, 20 days average on market. That's a quick sale. Right. 20 days average on market. Yeah, I wonder how much of this is price point. You know, just smaller audience with this 1.2 in the Bay Area. I think so. Uh, and... And then if we're in San Mateo County, you're at $1.29 million is your median sales price for sept- uh, September. Uh, 2.4 months of unsold inventory currently, and we're down 8.1 year to year in uh, sales price. Average 21 days on market. That's still a short period of time right. for $1.2 million price point. Again, we love to hear from local agents. If you're out there, give us a call, 925-203-5808. Let us know what you're seeing. Um, Everybody wants to know what rates are doing. Rates are kind of stagnant. Um, um, you know, mortgage rates are pretty much unchanged. Uh, even though four out of the last six days we've had a little bit of an improvement, but we still haven't gotten back to where you know everybody thinks the lows are. Uh, and everybody wants to know what I think. My thoughts right now, if you're in the middle of a transaction and you're within 30 days of closing, lock it. You know, I, I just think that knowing is, is better than not knowing. We could have something just turn things upside down, move a half a point to cost in, in a day, which we've seen. So, you know, I, I hate to talk about interest rates, especially when they're so low. Just buy, just lock it. Right. You know, you want to pay seven and a half like I did for my first uh, house I bought? I mean, I know we're all really spoiled and yeah, we all want the best deal. But remember, rate's not the most important thing. APR is the most important thing. Uh, if you're if you're shopping out there, interest rates. Look at your look. Be, compare the annual percentage rate, not the interest rate. The interest rate is what you're paying on each month. The annual percentage rate is all the cost for that rate and cost for that loan over the life of the loan. So that's your true cost of that money. So don't get hung up on rate, Jessica. What are you seeing out there? What's going on in the market? I think things that are priced appropriately are still moving right along. Um, Still not a ton of inventory. Um, I'm seeing a few more this week for multifamily, which has been really exciting. Um, Happy to report that Prop 90 has been extended another five years. Tell Um, tell everybody, remind everybody what Prop 90 is. So if you are someone in the Bay Area, bought your house for $40,000, it's now worth a million, you could sell it. Take your, I mean, that is a number, right? That's right. Um, I know I I I sold one in, uh, yeah, it was, of Santa Clara County, and mm-hmm. she bought it for forty eight thousand, and we got multiple offers, and and ended up at six twenty eight. Right. So you can take that, you know, forty thousand dollar tax basis to El Dorado County, one of the reciprocating counties, mm-hmm. and keep that tax basis when you buy your new home at one point two. That I could sell you tonight. That's, That's absolutely true because what that means is you, you buy a any any time any right. price house. Let's say a million dollar house. Instead of paying the twelve hundred dollars a month in property tax on that purchase, you're going to pay the property tax you were paying on your forty eight thousand dollar house that you bought in nineteen seventy eight. Now you can come from any county. The, the reciprocating county has to approve. Right. And El Dorado County is one of the few rural counties in Northern California that will allow you to take that. And you know. We a couple of weeks ago we had Angela Demiri and Jeff Trexler, right? Uh, really top agents in Eldorado Hills, which is in Eldorado County, and the very similar market as to the Bay Area, as far as uh, uh, pricing sure. and and uh, community. So uh, there, and and you know what? I absolutely I live in that area, and 
I probably have six people I went to high school with that lived down the street. So it's kind of we all migrated from the Bay Area uh-huh. and we looked for something that was very similar. So it's a great opportunity. The the, the Ram, you have to be 55. 55 years old, has to be primary residence. You can come from any county and take your Prop 13 tax base with you on your new purchase. How many of us know that uh, no parents and grandparents that are moving up to be closer so to So many kids? of them right now. So How many, many of them. super commuters have we helped buy houses right? that parents are now moving up here? So again, it's a great, if you want to learn more about Prop 90, Jessica, how does somebody get a hold of you? Uh, 916-532-8916. You know, it's still, we talked about rates before, but it's really a great time to buy real estate. And and housing guru, which I don't like to quote gurus a lot, but Ivy Zellman, uh, he told NBC that, uh, he's, he was on Fast Money Halftime Report, uh, I think it was Monday. He's, he's saying this is one of the best times to buy a house. Um, it's the best time in the history of our countries with rates uh, below 4% that can actually lock in and create wealth for themselves. And you got to remember, this is guy, he's the founder of Zellman Associates. And he's actually known for calling the housing peak in 2005 wow. and the bottom in 2012. Uh, he says this housing cycle is kind of like a tale of two markets. Um, Entry level uh, is beginning to accelerate, which I kind of believe, right? Right. Uh, the builder's uh, trepidation is slowly beginning to fade. More people are moving to the suburbs, which is always good. But, you know, we've got to get those millennials off the couch, back in homes. It's true. Um, you know, we talk about uh, the market and, and, and days on market and one of the biggest restrictions in Northern California, which I think... It kind of makes us unique is inventory. And right. we're kind of surprised by the numbers on, on, on what I gave before. But what are you seeing? Still not a ton of inventory. Um, I, you know, I was just out shopping with first-time buyers the other night that we're working with. And within their price range, and they are first-time buyers, we had six properties to, to see within price range. So it does make finding that perfect home a, a pretty easy decision when we have six to look at, not 30. Sure. Um, and I remember, you know, a couple of years ago where there were 30 properties to, to view. And it made – you had a lot of, deci- you had a lot of uh, options to make that decision. And that's simply not the case right now. We still have that lack of inventory. And even with the lack of inventory, that buyers, I think, are more discerning. Absolutely. They're they're looking for that perfect property and maybe not that stepping stone property. They're looking for long term. They don't want to go through the process maybe again. Or maybe they're just looking to take care of family Uh uh, or parents, which I think is going. And and if you're listening out there, I think it's going to be a big piece of our market here in the coming years. I would agree with that. Uh, So if you have a house, in fact, I, I was noticing a lot of the county statutes are changing their guidelines on granny flats or second structures to help Uh accommodate that they're kind of speculating that that's happening so um something good to think especially if you're an investor that's why that's just what we're going to talk about today Uh, in buying investment property in this market i think it's still great Uh you can still find cash flow properties i know we're going to talk about about them today and uh we're going to talk about the 10 common mistakes made by first-time property investors and if you're out there and you've had a personal experience and you've made a mistake give us a call we'd love to hear from it or text us uh, or shoot me an email at reallifelending.com. Uh, but I think, and, and you can jump in here too, I think one of the biggest problems that people make uh, as an investor is they, they're they buying with their heart rather than their head. Right? Uh, true. This is not an emotional decision. It, what, it's not. It, it's based on numbers. It's facts and numbers and nothing more. When people think about buying, they're based on emotion. You know, when they're buying their home, right. it's 90% emotion and 10% on logic, right? When uh-huh. you're buying that home to live in. Uh, because it's there, you're raising a family and it's something that you're going to see every day. But when it comes to investing, letting your heart, uh, rule your buying decision is just a common trap for first time investors. You buy an investment property based on analytical research. Right. And 
how many times have we seen somebody come in and say and look at uh, property and say, well, I wouldn't live there. Right. Um, well, that, you're not supposed to live Yes, there, that happens. Right? Definitely you're buying happens. cash yeah. flow. You're buying dollars. You're buying income. Um, provide the gains and the returns you require. Will it appeal uh, if you're flipping it to an owner, owner-occupied buyer? Um, at the end of the day, investing is all about economics, not emotion. And I think that's forgettable. Right. No, I would agree with that. And I know the folks that we have been able to help just, you know, within the mm. uh, last few months from the show that did buy multifamily investment properties have been really happy with their choices. And right. as the tenants left, they were able to increase that, that rent 30, 40%. Well, that's um, our job to right. do the numbers, <laughs> right? you know, and, and, and you buy out of state and, and I own a few properties out of state because you're buying dollars. Correct. You're buying income. You're buying cash flow. So take the emotion out of it. Just because you won't live there doesn't mean somebody won't be tickled pink to pay you that rent check each month. Sure. All right, folks, I think we're coming up on our first break. I want to thank everybody for listening to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric McKay. I'm here with Jessica Couch. When we come back, we're going to continue with investment property buying in today's market. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky McKay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric McKay. Tonight, I have Jessica Couch in studio, and we're talking about investment property in this today's market. And a little bit about uh, Essex Mortgage. We've been in business 30 years. We are a direct lender. We make all lending decisions in-house. Uh, and we fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. It uh, doesn't make us a big box bank, and we're thankful for that. Uh, and today, we're going to talk about investment property. And if you have any questions, you can call us at 925-203-5808 or our text line, 916 806 0606. And I've got a text uh, question. Can I use a jumbo loan for investment property? Oh, it's a possibility in the Bay Area. You know, you're buying a, a large property. And the answer is yes. Um, loan to value restrictions, probably 65, 70%, maybe depending uh, on whether it's a single family or a multi-unit. Um, but the answer is yes. Uh, don't see many of those uh, these days. But uh, good question. Interesting. And uh, before the break, we were kind of going over 10 common mistakes made by first-time property investors. We talked about hard overhead. Uh, and the next one is when you fail to plan, when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I've heard that before somewhere. I, I agree with that <clears throat> statement. I, I do meet a lot of investors that just have a ton of money sitting in Golden One or sure. a credit union, and they, they've just, they're afraid to pull the trigger. They're afraid to make a move. And in the meantime, the market has changed drastically in, in many cases where they've been waiting for years to sure. do something, and um, they're just afraid to pull the trigger. And, you know, it is an old adage, but it's still true. And, and when you're attempting to build a lucrative property portfolio without a plan of attack, it's kind of like sitting on a road trip without a map. Um, you're you're going to take a wrong turn. And, and we both worked with clients like that. Right. right? Um, successful wealth creation through real estate requires you to set goals. Uh, and you got to determine what you're going to end up. So you got to find out where your starting point is, where you want to be. How long are you going to hold that property? Are you just buying income? Are you going to flip it in five years? Are you a speculator? Uh, are you planning on renting it out? Um, or is it a possibility that you may move into it someday? Uh, these are all strategies you need. I mean, and, and a good investor really kind of knows what their exit strategy is. You sure. know? Uh, the natural progression for buying a new investor, buying single family houses, once you max, reach your max there, then you move on to commercial and multifamilies and larger multifamilies or commercial. But you got to have a plan. What's your exit strategy? When I'm going to cash out? What What's my goal to make if I'm going to make a certain goal? Or is my... Is my plan, which is a good plan, to just eventually pay them off and leave them to my kids. That's part of a plan. Sure. But, but make one. 
Um, and, and again, what type of property you need to meet your income goals if you're buying it for income. Right. Right. I mean, we see people buying single family residences, right? Uh, that a lot of new first time investors did that. Um, but you got to make sure that you're hedging yourself and you can afford those three months that may be down sure. uh, when you're looking for uh, a new renter, a new tenant. Um, so plan your action and action your plan is my advice. Uh, another reason what uh, some other common mistake, I'm sure you would agree, diving in or dithering. Two types, two most common types of trades. I know we each know people. Yes. Um, the first is being too much of in a hurry, right? We find somebody, hey, they, maybe they got some cash, they got an inheritance, they want to buy a property. Right. They want it yesterday. Right. Right. Um, that or especially folks with a 1031 when they're limited on time. Or yeah. they attend one seminar mm-hmm. uh, and and by the first crazy scheme they're sold without thinking it through when it does, and then it doesn't make them rich overnight like they're being sold. Right. right. We all have clients like that. And the second, which I think is worse, is a procrastinator who... Their own worst enemy. They try to pick things apart and overthink things. Uh-huh. I've got a client like that now. Um, uh, and the first one, the the one that wants it yesterday, they can overcome their mistakes sometimes. Sure. But I think uh, the second one uh, will never overcome their fears. They're always an- overanalyzing. Uh-huh. Did I get a good deal? Did I buy it right? Did I get a better interest rate? Can I get a better interest sure. rate? Um, I just think that's a big part of it. The best you can do is kind of find a happy median. Uh, learn as much as possible to make you comfortable with your purchase, um, but you always have something else to learn. You're always going to make a mistake, right? Of Even though, uh, we do, and as in experienced investors, we always make a mistake every now and then. You can't, you don't have a crystal ball, right? Right. I think that's what it comes down to. And the next uh, a common mistake: speculation over patience. Many people get into the property investment hoping to become overnight millionaires. Right. Thankfully, to late night TV. Yeah. Remember the old Carlton Sheiks. I mean, probably too young for that. Was it a, a was 995 was an investor, seminar? No, he was a buyer, a buy investment property with other people's money, and he would do wraps and other things on ah. properties. And, uh, but it, and again, it's not a quick fix to financial problems. Sure. One thing I see is, is and please don't go into debt to pay $30,000 of, of, of tuition right. for a real estate school. Please don't. Yeah, okay. I, I would I would strongly encourage uh, folks to not Be- go that, that route. That guy in the front of the classroom is making his money on your tuition, right? Not flipping properties because if he was doing, why would he be sitting in front of you? Yeah. Uh, so think that through. Um, it's not all easy to buy and sell property, uh, but rarely does buying make you rich, right? You're you're it's a long term investment. That's right. the biggest thing people need to really understand. Um, but. Uh, in this, in, buying property is still something that you can do with other people's money, like the banks. It is. It's the only commodity that gives you the ability to do that successfully. So, all right, folks, we're coming up on another break. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about some of the mistakes of buying uh, investment property. I know Jessica has some properties to talk about. Thank you for listening to Real Life Lending. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky mckay All right, everybody, welcome back to real life lending. My name is Eric McCam here with Jessica Couch tonight. Tonight we're talking about investment property uh, and how to buy it in this market and when to, what not to do, what to look for, some of the biggest common mistakes. But uh, I think we have a guest calling in. Uh, Mr. James Berg, are you there, James? How you doing, Eric? We're doing good. Thanks for calling into the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Can't watch the giant We've got a lot. Tonight, so I figured. Ah. Uh, Come on. <laughs> I, I know that, uh, first of all, tell everybody who you are and what you do. 
Hi, yeah, my name is James Berg. I have uh, I am a real estate agent in the El Dorado Hills area of Northern California, and then also do um, investment properties and commercial properties throughout throughout the country, actually. Um, so I, I had a couple of things that I wanted to run by you and see if maybe your listeners had uh, any interest or wanted more information on some investment properties, specifically in Indianapolis. Um, so we have. Yeah, I know you've got you've got a portfolio with an eight percent cap rate. So I asked you to call in today because I know we got a lot of listeners uh, that are interested in in buying money. So tell us about that property. Those pro, those properties. Yeah, it's perfect for yeah anybody that's you know doing a ten thirty one exchange or a part of it as part of an exchange or looking for um, you know a real asset to invest into. This is a diverse portfolio. It's five properties in suburbia, uh, Indianapolis. Nice areas, um, great value, good tenants. I've got everything is turnkey. It's uh, it's debt free. Um, it's a an LLC that owns the owns the five properties, and they're managed by a property manager. Um, great rents, great tenants, no issues. All of the properties, all five of the properties were revitalized approximately two years ago, so they're you know updated and turnkey, so to speak. And then um, the portfolio is bringing in about an 8% cap, which is unheard of here. And that's why I wanted to get on your show, because I know that you're out in the Bay Area. Um, you know, it's just hard to find that here for $600,000 investment price. So that's what we got. It's a little preliminary. I'm getting all the details and the information um, over sure. the next week or so. I do have all the numbers and so forth, but I'm getting the, the pictures and property information and, and uh, kind of getting everything packaged and put together. So if anybody does have interest in that, and, and investing into a, a portfolio, purchasing five properties um, with around an 8% cap at $600,000 sale price. Uh, I'd love to get your information if they want to call in, or uh, and then I can email them probably just kind of the basic package that I have on that. James, so 600,000, five properties. Are we talking commercial, or is it a mix of commercial, single-family, multifamily? These are, these are actually all single-family residences. Yeah, no commercial. This is, is single-family. Um, but, you know, like, for example, I did a client from, from the Bay Area. He invested. He bought a single-family residence here. Uh, you know, paid 625000 and I think the, it ended up being about a 2.8% return, you know, uh, and that was part of a 1031 exchange. So... If you're involved in exchange or looking to maybe buy an investment property, a residential rental property of some sort, you know, some sort of investment property, this could be a great option for, for the right person. I mean, again, it's an 8% cap, $600,000 sales price, and then you're not putting your money all into one asset or one property. You know, you're spreading it out onto five. Um, all right, James, how does so somebody yeah, get a hold of you if they want to hear about that? Yeah, they can call me at 916 667 Six zero three eight, or obviously, I'm sure you know they've got your information. They call into the show or email. I'm sure you'll pass that along as well. But anybody's looking for you know coming out of an exchange wants to find something to go into. This is five properties in Indianapolis. Great properties, um, all residential. Final sales price of the total portfolio is six hundred thousand, and it's going to get you close to an eight percent cap rate. All right, hey James, thanks. We'll make sure everybody gets to you. Thanks for being part of the show. Hey, thank you, Eric. Good luck. All right. 
You know what, folks? It just goes to show you don't have to buy local. You That's can true. buy elsewhere. You own property in Florida. You're making a ton of money there. And 20% cap rate on average. <laughs> 20%. You, you, I, I, eight, eight sounds great, but 20 is even better. Well, again, five properties, 600 grand, 600K. Uh, can't see that here in the Bay Area or Northern California anywhere. So, again, give James, James a call. Uh, he's a great agent and probably has some things to look at. Uh, but it just goes to show you, man, there's, 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 you can make money in any market, even in Indiana. It is so true. There are deals out there everywhere. It's just a matter of finding an agent that knows what they're doing and, and how many California agents are able to offer properties out of state. I mean, That's there right. are just a few of us, but find the right agent, find someone who owns properties, who knows how to analyze deals and, and get to work. It's about working with the right team. We talk about Absolutely. it all the time. All right, folks, we're coming up on a break. We come back. Jessica's going to talk about some properties. We're going to continue talking about uh, investment property. We've got some text questions. We're going to be right back after this. Thanks for listening to Real Life Lending. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, folks. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric McKay. Today, I'm here with Jessica Couch, and we just had James call us about an 8% cap rate in Indianapolis. Investors out there, you want to diversify, give them a call. Jessica, I know you've got some properties to talk about and sell tonight. I do. Uh, Before we go into the best cap rate properties for Sacramento County, I wanted to mention a few properties that would work for you if you are eligible for Proposition 90 and Mm -hmm. moving out of the Bay Area. Um, The first is on San Giovasi at 7601 San Giovasi Drive. It's in Serrano. Um, It's a beautiful home, just shy of 5,000 square feet. It's a four-bedroom, five-bath home with an office, but the real secret to this home is in the office there is a secret compartment that you know it looks like a bookshelf you open it up oh, and it goes cool. into a secret room 800 permitted square feet with a separate entrance downstairs so we got everybody in the barrier listening 5000 square feet what 3 million 1.2 1.2. Amazing. I mean, you can move all your money right over. There you go. Um, we have another one on 719 Da Vinci. It's a brand new build at 1.4. It's a uh, four or five bedroom, but you also have an office um, and four bathrooms. It's a beautiful, very, very modern, uh, brand new build. It was built by Epic. Just mm-hmm. beautiful home. Um, also in Serrano. Cool. Now, if you, if that is not within your price range and you're looking for something um, to help with your budget, like a ginormous home, uh, four bedrooms with an office and three bathrooms in Fairfield, we can get that for you at yeah. 449. 449. 449. Five bedrooms? Four, yeah. Wow. Four bedrooms plus Four bedrooms. an office. Um, it is 2,138 square feet. Really big house built in 2014 okay. in Fairfield. Freeway close. Um, and then we'll go into investment properties. Right. Who's ready for investment properties? First of all, before properties? we start investment properties, if you want to see some of those amazing houses, I know Serrano Country Club, it's 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 really nice. I actually spent some time down in Blackhawk out in uh, Danville last weekend at a charity event uh, for German Shepherd Rescue. I got to tell you, um, uh, if you want... A similar house that's not going to cost you three or four million dollars. It's a great area. It really, it's so beautiful there. It it really is. It's a beautiful spot, and you're close to the freeway. And you know, you have your golf right there, and shopping, and all of your amenities are very close by. So we're talking investment property. We heard about an eight percent cap rate. What do you got for us? So um, let's see. The first one I have is a six percent cap rate. I believe I should also mention I have all of these now listed on the website at oh. inspiredliving.us inspiredliving.us. Correct. Okay. And and everything is listed there with a breakdown of rent, potential rent, and a cap rate. Um, So the first one is 7554 Cripple Creek Road in Citrus Heights. Um, It is a duplex. It's a two-bedroom, one-bath on each side. They're getting 1000 in rent, which seems pretty doable. Right. Um, It's about a 6% cap rate. The second one is... 
1901 El Monte Avenue. Um, this home I've shown several times. They actually did a lot of work to it before they put it back on the market. It now has a clear pest, redone bathrooms, new paint, roof cert. Mm-hmm. Um, they really did a good amount of work. Listed at 185. This is about a six percent cap rate as well. Um, each each side is a one bedroom, one bath. So the, and they're the, roomy. It's a duplex. It's a duplex. And the purchase correct. price on that again? One 185. 185 so for about, about a 6% cap rate. Okay. Um, and this one is, is the winner for the evening. It is 3262 43rd Street. Um, it's in Oak Park, which everyone knows is one of my favorite places to make sure. money. I, I still believe you can make money in Oak Park. Um, this the, is a unique unit. It is a three-bedroom, one-bath on one side and a one-bedroom, one-bath on the other. Um, they're currently bringing in 795 for the three-bedroom and 550 for the one-bedroom. However, Rentometer, which is the authority on what you can get for rent, right. says, this will rent for eleven forty six for the three bedroom and seven forty six, I believe, for the one bedroom. It's almost two grand. Right. A month so in rent. this is a nine percent cap rate. What's the purchase? Uh, one sixty nine. Wow. I know. So this is a prime example of what we were just talking about when we've helped folks from the show. We get into something that makes sense. It's a good cap rate. But when the renter decides to leave, and and more often than not, they do when a transaction, um, you know, the property changes hands, they'll decide to move out. We can get, you know, a couple hundred dollars more in rent. It just bumps our cap rate right up to something like a nine. I mean, in Sacramento County, that's terrific. So, I mean, again, that's that's an amazing cap rate for duplex. I would agree. Two grand a month. $160,000 $160,000 Right. Payment's going to be well under $1,000. I think these are exciting <laughs> numbers. So, you know, if you do want to see the pictures of it and uh, see the, the math and how we got to that cap rate, mm-hmm. go on to the website, inspiredliving.us. Inspiredliving.us. And your phone number one more time? 916-532-8916. If you want to see these properties or any others um, that do offer a really good cap rate, I'd be happy to help you with that. I've got a couple text questions that have come in. Um, this one's no name. Can I receive gift funds for an investment purchase? And the answer is no. Dang it. Cannot use gift funds for an investment purchase. Uh, but, you know, the, we just have to have it in your account for a couple months. So we park the money in your accounts, give me two statements, and we're good to go. So there's, again, it's all about making a plan, right? Sure. That's one of the things we talked about earlier, making sure that we can actually get you where you want to be, whether it's two months from now or two years from now. Right. That's, that's, about, that's what investing is about. Um, got to get some more. I got another text question. Um, can I move into one unit and rent the others out? Is that considered investment? That's I like Jane. that idea. Uh, absolutely. Uh, it's not considered an investment. If you're going to be living in one of the units, it's considered a primary residence. And we can use uh, conventional products or FHA products with as little as 3% down. So, And you become, we love those, right? Because right. you can become a landlord and investor and a homeowner in one transaction. So with 3% down, you could get into something like a fourplex where you, you're – your rent on your unit could essentially be free because of what, you know, as long as you plan it right. But Absolutely. it could essentially be free. You could be living for free. And that's great for people that are on fixed time. Right. Fixed, uh, fixed income. Or maybe, and we, we, I remember help us helping a, a young older woman that uh, was on a fixed income, thought she missed the market. We steered her towards a multi-unit and, and she's happy. And I think her qualifying income needed was like $500. By that the time is we exceptional. Because we can use future rents for that purchase, 75% of it, we take a 25% vacancy factor out to help you qualify for that purchase. So again, give us a call. Thanks for listening to Real Life Lending. We're going to be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky mckay all right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. Tonight, we're talking investment property. I've got Jessica Couch here. 
Um, you know, the best part of my job, doing the radio show is fun and we get to meet a lot of nice people, but the best part of, of what I do is sitting across the kitchen table and, and getting somebody into their first investment property or their first home or their first commercial property. And we talk about, uh, tonight we're talking about uh, some of the biggest problems that first-time investors make. And and I think a lot of it has to do with financing faux pas. You right. know, that making sure that you're doing your homework and and you're working with somebody that understands the market as well as the lending guidelines. I've got a great example of I've got a I've got a client uh, that I I think that uh, actually called into the show was selling several of his four unit right. properties, and uh, he, he got in a contract on all of them. All of them are sold. The last one accepted an offer three weeks into financing, week from close. The loan got turned down for his prospective buyer. Oh. Uh, and something simple. Uh, that could have been avoided. Fortunately, he passed my name along and we've got our loan approval today in 48 hours. So we're going to close on that transaction. But it's about understanding your packaging the loan correctly to the underwriter and making sure you're explaining everything. And uh, it it really is about finding the best person to work with when it comes to to financing because you have so many options. Mm -hmm. But you can, just like a, a, a conventional loan or a primary residence, you can make the wrong decision. And that's why with investors, we'll work out not only cap rate, cost of money, and exact turn is, but we'll walk you through what your plan is for that property. You know, what's, you know when you sell that property in the future, if you're going to flip it in five, you're planning on keeping it in five years, what your commissions are going to be, your sales commissions, what upkeep you've made over the last five years. We're going to do all of that speculation for you to make you an educated buyer not an, or a seller five years down the road. So without giving anything away, what what, with this person's personal situation, was it something that you would have caught right up front at the beginning that the other lender didn't catch? And where where was the problem along the way? I don't don't think it was that difficult. Uh I think it was just somebody who didn't understand how to read the credit report. Uh. Uh, And it was something as simple as tying a liability to an old, old, old property. And uh, they couldn't get past it. Uh, and it was really simple. It took me about two hours to get the documentation that I needed to negate that liability. So, uh, again, that's one of the biggest things I think in about my industry is finding somebody that really understands the market. And the last piece is a big common mistake. I know you and I talked about it over the break is self-managing, right? Um, maybe people think they're going to save a bunch of money by managing the property themselves. Uh, in the short term, it might be a good idea, but what happens when you have a portfolio of 10, 20 properties? Uh, you going to answer the phone at two in the morning when the water heater overflows? Yeah, there are very few people that I have met that are really qualified to be a property manager that mm-hmm. they're that are really up to date on what the laws require and that are really going to be available because that very scenario, somebody calls at two in the morning and, and maybe you don't catch the phone call, maybe you're sleeping, sure. and you know this goes twenty four hours, you could have a really big problem on your hands. Again, it, it may be may sound good in the short term, but as you become a, uh, an investor with multiple properties and your portfolio builds. You know, there are things you're not going to want to do. It's going to become a full-time job. And and property management is not an expensive piece of the puzzle. It is. And if you build that into your initial, when you buy that property, your uh, normal operating expenses, I think you'll be fine. Um, God, this show went really quick. Jessica, thank you for being here. Give everybody your number and your website one more time. Oh, thank you. It's inspiredliving.us, 916-532-8916. All right, folks. And if you want to work with me directly, this is uh, something that I love to do, meet folks that listen to the show. Give me a call personally at 925 203-5808, 925-203-5808. 203-5808, 925-203-5808. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to Real Life Lending. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.